Phil Buzz Rothfield now. You've had a bit of a cold this week, haven't you? Just got a bit of a sniffle. Sorry, Ray Boy. You know, nothing you're feeling worse. okay or what? No, I'm all right. A lesser it, man wouldn't be here. <laughs> man flu, is it? But uh, <laughs> Phil Rothfield's online. He knows how tough I am. Buzz, Buzz are you there? Buzz, am I good tough? morning. Yeah, I was trying to start off by giving you the Premier League results from overnight. So. Oh, yeah. Phil, hey? I spoke to Phil yesterday, Ray, and I said, <laughs> oh, who are Man United and... Uh, and at Tottenham playing tonight. He said, oh, well, what are you talking about? I said, well, on the show last week, you said the Matillas inspired <laughs> you and you'll now be watching all the uh, overseas games. He said, I don't know. Manchester, Manchester United mm. 3, Nottingham Forest 2, oh, thank West you. Ham 3, Brighton 1. You want to... Yeah, yeah, no, who, I'm, who do you I'm go interested. for, Buzz? Who's your team in the EPL? Look, I've always liked Man U, Ray, but okay. in 2019, uh, my family were in England for a month. And I went to the new Tottenham Hotspurs um, stadium, and it's the best I've seen anywhere on the planet, including America, anywhere in Europe. Wow, okay. And particularly now, Aussie Ange is there. Ange Ball, you, you, you adopted lost. him. Well, yeah, I think I might. I know it's, you should pick and stick, but I love Tottenham now. And um, look, I didn't watch them last night, but uh, yeah, the, I still don't back away from what I said about the Matildas. Now, Buzz, uh, on to more serious yeah. issues. Uh, yeah, did you hear the Blake Solly interview 20 minutes ago? Yeah, I did, and that was a very good interview, and I think Blake's um, handled a really difficult week with a lot of class, and I feel for him because I think there are a lot of people at South, including him, that are extremely disappointed in what's happened, and particularly around Sam Burgess. Um, but because of Sam's uh, very tight relationship with their owner, Russell Crowe, that Blake, the players and many others at the Rabbitohs have had to hold their anger back and not say what they really think about the major issues that have destabilised this great club leading into this blockbuster game on Friday. So Blake's in a difficult position. Um, yeah, Um I Blake, Blake questioned our story, Buzz, and I, I don't want you to give up any yeah. sources, and I don't want no, you to well, say anything that you don't have to say because a lot no. of elements of journalism is based on trust and privacy. But can you yeah. run us through what you can reveal about this story? Well, I think, Bulldog, in this case, we all need to be completely transparent. I, I really, really think that's important, particularly when a player has been attacked as heavily as he was, Luttrell Mitchell. And, and I'm not here to support Luttrell, and I think he brings a lot of the drama on himself. And, um, you know, he hasn't been playing good football, as Blake conceded. But let's start from last weekend. And I don't think you mind me saying that Rod Churchill sent you a text message. Correct. Critical of Luttrell after his really poor performance and stupidity in being removed from the field for the incident with Tyson Frizzell. Now you went to um, you went to Rod and asked him to go on the record. And you know, journalists we get a lot of private texts, which you don't just publish them. You you go back to the person and see if they're prepared to go public. And he wasn't. So anyway, as the week progressed, I received a text message that Rod Churchill had sent South Chairman Nick Pappas earlier this year, about 10 weeks ago. And it was highly, highly critical of Luttrell. Parts of it 
defamatory. But Nick Pappas chose to sit on it, didn't do anything about it, could have called right out like um, um, like Blake suggesting we should have. At least I quoted part or we quoted parts of that text message in the story today. Blake, as I said, I have more, I admire him more than any other chief executive in the game. But I actually read out the text message to him yesterday. He was aware of the text message that from weeks and weeks and weeks ago. And he, I actually said to Blake yesterday when he gave me a response to um, what Rod Churchill had said, I rang Blake back and I said, I don't think you're going hard enough. I think you need to be firmer than what you are to responding to this. So I gave everyone every opportunity, but just to bring Rod Churchill into it, and sorry, I don't want to labour it. But no, I, no, it's, it's interesting, said, Buzz, because we're getting a lot of text messages yeah, and they're having a crack yeah. at the media for not doing this and not doing not that. So it's important, the text, yeah. it's important to yeah, get it out there. So, yeah, well, I'll, I'll keep going. So I got the text messages, uh, text message, and on Friday night, I sent a text to Rod Churchill because I, I know his mum, Joyce, hasn't been well and he's, he's taking great care of Joyce and I said, look, I need to speak to you. I have a text message which I would uh, like to publish in part in my column on the weekend. I'd known he, uh, I knew he'd spoken to you. So Rod ended up ringing me back and asking me not to publish the text message, and it was a private text message between him and the South chairman. He then said, but I will say this, that Luttrell's an embarrassment, that how he just hasn't delivered on the big money and everything else that he said in that column today, that he hadn't turned up, that the publicity around him's out of control. That And, um, yeah, it was very, very heavy stuff, and he supported Sam Burgess, and so I quoted it. And then I thought, I should quote in part the text message that we're all talking about, which I did. And I'm not here to defend myself or you or Danny Widler, but the story is a story. We're talking about the son of the greatest player in the game's history, arguably. We're talking about the biggest superstar in rugby league. And when there's a, excuse me, when there's a shit fight like this, we need to let our readers and the general public know as much as we can within reason and within the legal restraints that we face in our job every day. So, Buzz, Blake saying we should have run the entire text, your response is that you had spoken to Rod and got your own separate quotes yeah, and I, also I, some of the text he, was defamatory. Yeah. And, and Rod did not want that text published. And Rod didn't want the text and some yeah, of it was yeah, defamatory. And, and, and I, wasn't, I wasn't there to... Force him. Look, I can't force him to do anything. Mm. I could ask his permission to run it, which I did, and he clearly wouldn't have a bar off. Um, but then he came but back look, to then he came Rod, ba Buzz. Then he came yeah. back to you and said he was prepared to put his name to the quotes that he yeah, gave you. Quotes. Yeah, yeah. And I will add this: that both Bulldog and myself got a email from Rod last night while the football was on thanking us 
for the way in which we delivered the story online yesterday on the News Corp website. So he doesn't have a problem with it. And as I said to Blake, and I, I spoke to him against this morning, I said to him, you know the contents of the text. Your chairman knows the context of your text. Why? Why are you? Why don't you release it? If you're that determined to get, why don't you? His response. And there are privacy laws that mm. I would have to run by our legal people before, but it was against the man's wishes. The mistake Rod Churchill has made in all of this that the message he sent privately to Nick Pappas was leaked. Now, Rod has sent it to some of his friends to show him what he'd done, and I think foolishly sent it to his friends, and it's leaked out. Mm. Yeah, it certainly and has. To, you know, you, you can't just blame the media for this. I've tried to be as transparent as I possibly can. Explain, Yesterday yeah. was such a terrible day. I had Matt Rose on the phone. His mate, his manager, noted accusing me of the most awful things. And you know what? He wouldn't come out and defend him. He had an opportunity to. He knows what Sam Burgess has been saying about Luttrell. He knows. Why doesn't he go public? It's a mess, isn't it, Buzz? I'll, I'll ask oh, you. Yeah, I'll ask you the same. It's so sad because, it is. Yeah. because I have written over the years. 90% positive on Luttrell. When he belted Joey Manu, rearranged his face, two plates, eight screws, I went after him because I, because what he did was out of order. Mm. And I was going to defend him. I went to NRL 360 last Monday night and I said to the boys in the green room, I said, guys, he made 11 tackle busts and he made 50 more metres than Callum Ponga. But then when they showed that low light Tape yeah. of his lack of effort, I thought he played lazy. Mm. And that was therefore. Did you guys see that? I did see it, yeah. That's when Braith and Esther highlighted some of the incidents yeah. with, uh, with Latrell, yeah. Yeah, look, Latrell's just sensational. He's so rugby league and he's a wonderful Indigenous ambassador. And, mm. and a, a lot of Indigenous kids who struggle in the bush look up to him and want to be him. and and this is really, really unfortunate, but it's all come from this capitulation of the Rabbitohs mm. um, and stories that, that Latrell, Sam and everyone's been dragged into. You know, oh, yeah. Buzz, I'll ask you the question I asked Blake Solly. Can the club and the coaching staff and the playing staff turn this around for next Friday night when they take on the Roosters and what's really a do-or-die clash now? Well, I'll tell you what, I've got a feeling it might galvanise them. Mm. And I've seen it before. It can go two ways, can't it? They won't turn up or it will galvanise them. And I've got this very strong suspicion that despite all the drama, there are such smart, good people in that club, and I'm talking Cam Murray, Damien Cook, Alex Johnston, um, you know, these are people away. Uh, Jai Arrow, Tom Burgess. Tom Burgess back this week, dog. I think he nearly is, isn't he? Uh, uh, from ne- next week. Week. Next week. Might be next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
I yeah, look, I, I've got a feeling it's going to galvanise, and I think anyone who turns up to Raycourt Stadium next week is going to see the blockbuster it's promising to be. And look, the Roosters are getting their act together. Sammy Walker's back. It's um, it won't get Matilda's ratings, so I think it'll be the highest rating game of the year. Yeah, and absolutely, um, yeah, huge. Uh, and you know what? I'd love to see. Uh, look, I, I don't want to say I'd love to see South win, but I'd love to see him part of the finals. Because they just bring so much to rugby league, don't they? And as I said, I hope I've explained that all right. Because, um, very well, very well said. Buzz. Well done, Buzz, and well done to Blake too yeah. for coming on the show. Buzz, uh, what's the Buzz column in the Sunday Telly this morning? Always a must-read double-page spread. But you've got a really interesting story with a headline that says the Bulldogs bluff. Run us through that story, Buzz, because it's fascinating. Yeah, it really is. So uh, the Bulldogs were beaten 66-0 by Canterbury. uh, Sorry, the Bulldogs were beaten 66-0 by the Newcastle Knights early in the year. So the Bulldogs had to travel up to Newcastle to play them for a second time two weeks ago. And they decided they'd try and pump up their players by putting quotes up on the dressing room wall derogatory quotes from Adam O'Brien, Phoenix Croslin, Jackson Hastings, like Hastings was quoted as saying it was like a training run when we beat them 66-0. Uh, turns out it didn't work. Uh, for a couple, Well, the quotes were fake for a start. Someone at the Bulldogs on the coaching staff just made the quotes up and stuck them on the wall at Belmore and in the sheds at um, Don Jones Stadium. And someone took a photograph of them and sent them to me. The Bulldogs are now conducting an investigation to try to find out who. It's but extraordinary it didn't work. stuff, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that didn't work. They were knocked off forty-two to six. Um, so, um, yeah. So I guess Cameron Serraldo and his staff will be looking at other ways of trying to motivate the players in the future. I don't think it's very fair to the Knights to be doing that sort of thing. I don't think it's a great scandal, but. I guess it's interesting when a football club's uh, struggling to the effect that the Bulldogs are, that they go to these, um, you know, use these methods to try and get the best out of the side. But as I said, you don't win 40 games with signs on the dressing room wall. It comes down to your week-long preparation, your tactics, your, whether you turn up or not in the day. It's interesting, though, there's a few leaks at the Bulldogs. Um, mm. Doesn't normally happen at Phil Gould clubs. Um, but the story 10 days ago when Tavita Pangai Jr. called his teammates into a meeting and said he was walking out. And that was on the Daily Telegraph website before their poor chief executive, Aaron Warburton, and John Corey were made aware of what had happened. So, um, yeah, an interesting story. And um, I guess it sums up the Bulldogs' season, doesn't it? It's been a bit of a disaster. It has particularly been. Particularly after their roster rebuild. Yeah, for Dogs fans, the season probably can't end soon enough. We'll get your thoughts on their clash with Manly um, in a second, as well as the, the Knights-Sharks game um, in a second as well, Buzz. But I just want to quickly point to one of your articles in your column. We haven't mentioned it today, um, Dino. It's probably my mistake, but Timmy who he's got his world title fight against Brian Mendoza. It's going to be a huge fight in October 15, the day after the Everest. I know you love the, your, the fights as much as I do, Buzz. I, I think it's, this kid is a superstar, Tim Zhu. I think he is too, Ray, and um, I think he's improved with every fight, and um, it, it's going to be a monster fight his. But before that, and I can't remember the last time an Australian was invited by the US cable TV giant Showtime to, to work on a fight. Mm. 
Oh, he's on the panel for Alvarez versus Jamel Charlo, which is the, the, the fight of the year, and he'll be in millions and millions of American homes mm. um, and, and pubs, clubs, all around Las Vegas, and it's an indication of his standing in the fight game now, isn't it, Tim? Yeah, and he's um, right up there. His, his, brother, brother, his brother Nikita's coming along on giant strides too, Buzz. He, he's well, tough. It's hard to be. Yeah, he had he's had six fights. You know, he, he is a tough boy because he copped a headbutt the other night. Yep. I think it might have been accidental from Jack Brubaker. Um, he's a tough boy too, and um, I'm really following his career very closely. The fight game's in good shape right now, and they're doing a good job. No, no limit, and uh, Timmy Sue, and um, you know, there's mail too that apart from this next fight he's got on October 15 against Brian uh, Mendoza. I'm hearing the NRL is doing everything they possibly can for the Las Vegas doubleheader in um, in March. They're working closely with No Limit to see if they can get a Tim Zoo show on wow. in Vegas at that same time. You guys won't come home when you go to Vegas. Hey? <laughs> you guys won't come home. You go to Vegas, you'll get to see the footy, you'll get to see well, Timmy Zoo Well, I'm hoping you fight. don't come home either because I'm hoping this show will be done out of Las Vegas, right? <laughs> You've got a bit of Paul Buzz. I'll leave that one to you and Dino. Well, we're, <laughs> you love an outside broadcast, don't you, dog? You're, where have you been lately for outside broadcast? Oh, just a bit round up uh, uh, New South Mudgy, Wales, Mudgy yeah. and... We hope to get one at Tun Curry. And That's right. Oh, you, you're pulling the strings there. Yes, well, but Vegas would be on, a whole new level. <laughs> you're quite a global personality now, so yep. uh, I, I reckon uh, I reckon the network could sell a few uh, advertisement and commercial deals to, to make it happen, baby. We'll see what we can do, Philip. I'll leave that to you but two four guys. or five days in the strip would be very nice. Okay. <laughs> hey, Buzz, we've got two games to complete this weekend's round. Bulldogs, Manly, we've mentioned it's got no impact on the finals, but both clubs will be desperate to at least try and salvage something from forgettable seasons. But how about this blockbuster at 4.05pm, Newcastle and Cronulla? How do you see these two games, Buzz? Yeah, look, I, I tip the Sharks every weekend, but look, I don't have to explain to you guys. I'm in a wooden spoon battle in the yes, tipping comp with four-time Premier, uh, <laughs> Premier halfback Cooper Cronk. And if I don't do anything else this year, I just want to beat him in the tips. <laughs> it's in the so, Sunday um, telly every week, yep. <laughs> well, if I can finish the year and saying I beat Cooper Cronk, full-time Premier half, I'll be happy. <laughs> so I have picked the Newcastle Knights. Fair enough. My heart says Sharks, but my head says the Knights. Another sellout. Yep. Pong yep. Dynamite, and we're going to miss Nico Hines Deluxe, I think. And at Acor Stadium, Got a coin, flick it because it's an even money bet if ever I've seen one. Did Zorba really tip Canterbury? He did. Yes. Yeah. Can you believe he's done that the same day I've tipped the Newcastle? Look. The world's off its axis. Canterbury. There's no loyalty left. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you follow? Who do you follow, Bulldog? Well, no one really. I'm fairly neutral these days. You're a manly man, aren't you? No, no, I was a Man East fan as a kid. Yeah, well, you were a nice fan. You As a kid, I said. Mm. <laughs> um, look, I think Manly will win, all right? <laughs> Good on you, Buzz. Hey, appreciate it, Buzz. Um, enjoy the four-year day. It's going to be a cracking game when your Sharkies take on the Knights up at Newcastle. Sell-out crowd up there at 4.05pm. We'll talk next Sunday, Buzz. On you, fellas. See you later. Thanks, Buzz. It's Phil Buzz Rothfield.